Are you also tired of one-size-fits-all weight loss plans? Meet Noom, the personalized solution that meets you where you are. Noom is able to understand your unique needs, from dietary restrictions to medical concerns. Unlike restrictive programs, Noom embraces your lifestyle and choices. Discover a sustainable approach to weight loss, tailored just for you. Honestly, Noom felt like it was made for me. It's not just about what I eat. It's about understanding why. With Noom, I've learned so much about myself and built healthier habits that stick. It's all about progress, not perfection. Say goodbye to restrictive diets and experience the Noom app for yourself with personalized lessons and expert coaching. Noom's psychology and biology-based approach has helped over 5.2 million people achieve their goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Top five, a show where we make up lists. Sometimes those lists are practical and we can use them to make money. Other times they tell us to go start a website and live in poverty for the rest of our lives. This is top five. This week's top five sent in a lot of, I really, I just go to my email box whenever I'm thinking up uh, that we need to record a top five because everybody just sends them in to podcast at majorspoilers.com. This week, uh, top five, top five realistic skills I'd like to learn and apply. I don't know what we mean by apply, but my number five, I went with magician slash sleight of hand. Always impressed by people that have these sleight of hand tricks. And I don't want to use it for nefarious things, but I always find it fun. I have learned a few, a few coin tricks here and there. And it's always funny to see people's reactions, see their eyes light up when, when you show them a trick. And I think it's a great conversation a starter. It's a great way to break the ice. I've used these a couple of times when I've taught a class on the very first day where I come in and I do a, a magic swap penny math test. And it's like, well, how do you get half a penny? I'm like, I don't know. And I hope in my hand and there's a half penny there. Um, and so it's really kind of fun, but I'm really bad at it, especially when it comes to cards. But I would like to learn a lot more sleight of hand and be able to apply that in just conversation starters. So that's what I use for my number five. I'm hoping that this is what the um, uh, the person who sent the email in was was shooting for. Let's find out with Ashley Victoria Robinson, who's here this week. Thank you, Ashley, for joining us. Oh, hello. What do you have for your number five realistic skill that you would like to learn and apply? Uh, well, my number five is a thing that I am actually learning and have plans to apply. Uh, that is driving, because... I hate driving, but it would be a really useful thing for me to be able to do. Um, and someone handed me the ability to have a car and not buy one. So uh, I'm currently in the throes of taking driving lessons. I haven't cried yet. Um, nice. It will cut, cut down on my, yeah, which is good for me. Uh, it will cut down on my transportation costs. And, you know, if like someone I love uh, breaks their face and needs to go to the hospital, then I can help them with that too. And hopefully yeah. his face isn't being broken from something that you threw at him. Right, we can only help. Or from um, you hitting him with a car. <laughs> right. But I, I feel like, just judging off what Steven's number one was, mine are going to be a lot more, like, 
boring and practical. Oh, okay, there you go. Well, mine are, <laughs> mine are somewhat practical, too. Matthew Peterson Rodrigo is here. and I are still in play. Yes, Matthew Peterson is here. Matthew, what do you have for your number five? My number five is a skill that I've really wished that I had for a long time. Because when I was a kid, um, I was... My mother used to describe me as a little tiny grown-up. From about the age of three to maybe age of 11 or 12, I didn't want to be a kid. I wanted to be a grown-up, and I was very, very stoic and very obnoxious. Uh, Now I'm obnoxious in a different way, but one thing that came from that was I became aware that I was one of the smarty kids. And so as one of the smarty kids, I was a total douche who thought that that made me like something super awesome. And I never really learned how to deal effectively with meaningful criticism. And when you're on the internet, there's that. No, 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 no. The internet has no meaningful criticism in it at all. Yeah. Let me tell you. There's that line of haters gonna hate. But the problem you come down to is you can't take that as a life lesson. You can't go through life saying I'm always all right and haters going to hate. And I feel like if I had a little bit more, you know, experience or skill in taking the important bits of the, the criticism and stripping away the crap parts and, you know, throwing that at the walls, because why not? And taking those meaningful bits and actually, you know, trying to apply them and not get really, really defensive, which is kind of a thing that I do. You know, if you ever if you ever listen to Critical Hit, um, when I'm corrected on things, I'm like a dick for five or six minutes afterwards. So don't correct me is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, you know, I really want to and I try to. Uh, appropriately take criticism. And I feel like that's a skill that I would really love to be able to learn and apply in my day-to-day life. Um, so, yeah, stop criticizing me is what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm not always right. Matthew's so, number yeah, five. That's... Shut up, haters. <laughs> <laughs> Rodrigo. Rodrigo is here. Welcome, Rodrigo. What do you have for your number five? Uh, my number five is I would like to be able to know good techniques to train dogs mm. because are you going to train them to drive? <laughs> yeah. <I'd, laughs> yeah. Then, then Ashley wouldn't have to worry I, about it. You send me one dogs anyway. In, in, in like station wagons doing your bidding. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's like, I, I like dogs. I have, two dogs right now they're good times and it's not like they're bad or anything but um you know it's like knowing effective ways to train dogs is good because it makes things a lot easier obviously than uh if i can make myself better understood to the animals it's it's better and it is cute if you can teach the dogs you know tricks that aren't like taxing for them or anything because dogs are hilarious and usually they're eager to please you so put, you yeah put, like be, a slice of ham on your dog's face have you uh n- no okay thousand likes but <laughs> yeah but you know i've tried to get through the majority of a uh, modern major general after taking a tortilla and like putting a bunch of peanut butter inside it and throwing it <laughs> at him <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't even know what that means, and I love it. 
Uh, well, think about it. That's, I, how they get, that's how they get animals to talk in movies, yes, right? right, right, right. You, you ball it up, you give it to them, and then you start singing. Yep. <laughs> that's how they got Mr. Ed to talk, and I'm sure that's how <laughs> Dr. Doolittle got his start. Hello, Wilbur. <laughs> yes. Training dogs, that's that's my uh, number five skill I'd like to learn. Not My number four, again, it's it's just a social thing, I guess. It's to learn to play a guitar. Now, I've been, I've, I started learning to play, um... Uh, ukulele and that was a lot of fun and it has been a lot of fun but i lost time i didn't have a lot of time to do it but something about a sixth string going from four strings to six strings seems somewhat confusing when i've only got four fingers to use at the at one time on the guitar i don't know how that works but i learned how to play piano when i was a kid i learned how to play trumpet when i was a kid uh, and i'm pretty good at both of those but guitar player just seems like that's the one that everybody wants because you know you whip out a a, a trumpet in the middle of a Times Square or something, people look at you weird and you really can't carry a guitar or I'm sorry, a a piano in your backpack, Uh but a guitar, a lot of people carry around guitar and just suddenly you're at a party and a guitar whips uh, out and people start playing it. So I would like to learn to play a guitar and put it to some kind of social fun use where we can all sit around a campfire and sing songs. So there There you you go. go. Yeah. That's my number four. The ballads of major spoilers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Long, long time ago. Oh, also singing probably should be. Stephen Rowe, the boat ashore. <laughs> Major spoilers. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, let us get to your number four, please. So here's the thing about me. I was born a girl, and what? I continue to be a girl, and I am uh, fairly terrible at being a girl. And for a long time, <laughs> um, I refuse to wear makeup because, A, I'm lazy, and, B, if you don't like my face, then, you know, you can go suck on a rock. I don't care. It's my face. <laughs> but then I learned that I get cast in more things if I put on makeup, and I want to get cast in things and get paid money more than I want to tell people to go suck on rocks. So at the age of 24, I had to learn to put on eyeliner, and it's just about the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life, um, including immigrating to a different country. So I wish that I could put on eyeliner with great ease. (laughs) That would be the thing I'm currently working on um, as far as uh, girly nonsense goes. You took my number three, dang it. It is tough. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's a skill I already have. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew, what about you? I was also born a girl, but <laughs> I did not continue. No, that's that's not that's true. That's very Although brave they, of you. It was the 60s. They thought I was going to be twins, and it turns out I was just one really big kid. Mm-hmm. But that once I was delivered... <laughs> it turns out the other half I'm, was gas. Waiting for <laughs> um, my number four... <laughs> jerk. It's actually it's particularly meaningful on this this uh, panel because Rodrigo is fluent in two languages, uh, English and Spanish, and Ashley is fluent in French and English, and Stephen mm-hmm. speaks English and gibberish. Um, <laughs> my, 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 oh, so beautiful! <laughs> the language of your people. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. the song of your people, Stephen. <laughs> I am super, super annoyed. <laughs> I am not effectively multilingual, and it's it's not that I can't pick things up. I've I've long been you know at work a little frustrated with the fact that I do speak enough Spanish to get arrested, and I understand like thirty or forty percent of Japanese as spoken to me. 
and can read a little bit of it, but I am not fluent in either language. And at work, they asked me, why don't you just talk to people in Spanish? And the reason is, I am not comfortable with the official voice of my organization being me bizarro speaking in Spanish. Me, I'm happy to serve you. But I really want to just sit down and focus and become fluent in a second and third, I don't know, maybe five languages. You know, lately I've been thinking, what would be the greatest superpower ever? Doug Ramsey, the ability to speak any language, just up and speak it. Because you hate that moment where people are laughing about something and you don't know what it is and you think it's you. So really, once again, I think what we're coming down to is don't <laughs> don't criticize. But my number Don't criticize four, Matthew in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do it in Spanish, I'll understand you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, because, you know. Pinche Gordo, I know that. I hear that all the time. Um, but uh, my number four, I really, really want to focus and be multilingual in some meaningful fashion. Uh, there awesome. is a really great app called Duolingo. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, that is free that you can use. I'm using it to try and learn German. Ich habe nicht Schreibmaschinen. See, there you go. I've mostly got non Spacken Deutsch down. Exactly. And that, that is in Berliner. The thing. I, no I have long gotten by with sounding good in Spanish and Japanese without actually speaking them particularly well. My accents are good. My, my, my mm. conjunctions are terrible. Mm. What's that thing where you have conjunctivitis? Mm. Pink eye? And you're trying, uh -huh. you're conjunctivitising the verb. Uh, Rodrigo, <laughs> what do you have for your number? What are we up to? Four? Four. Yeah. Actually, my number four is also learn to speak another language. Nice. Which one? Yeah. You speak two. What one would, do you want to speak? Um, Gibberish. It so would probably, <laughs> probably something outside of the romance family. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I can, uh, as uh, like with Matthew with Spanish, I can speak enough French, apparently, to get me and a guy from, the, from Congo through an airport. Because that actually happened <laughs> once. Wow. Uh, but uh, I, that's about it. And I was like, I always had to apologize because I'm like, I might call it like a girl airplane or like, you know, something like, I don't, I don't know, like the, um, what's a girl and what's a boy in French uh, is completely it, different it, from what's a girl it, and what's a boy in Spanish. Airplane would be, would be feminine. So that's a pretty solid yeah. choice. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. <laughs> so then I would probably accidentally call it a boy airplane. <laughs> Ashley, how many do so, you speak fluently? Um, real languages? Yes. Uh, if you count American Sign Language, uh, then I'm up to three. Cool. I can nice. get by, I can get by in Spanish, Italian, and German, but it's definitely like, please speak to me slowly. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because the nice thing about Italian is if you speak one other romance language, you can just sound it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's and 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 that's that's actually how I got through, uh, my first year of, uh, Italian at, at at in school, I was just like, I'm pretty sure I know what this person's saying, and all of my <laughs> spoken stuff was fine. All of my written stuff was terrible because they actually yeah. look at that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I learned like remedial French in high school, and then uh, three years of German in college. I really should have taken Spanish. That's the one that I wish I could speak. My wife speaks three languages: mm -hmm. um, nice. English, Spanish, and Thai. And when we go and visit her parents. After about 12 hours, I understand what her mom's saying. So yeah. it's it's kind of a weird thing when suddenly it's like, 
she'll be like, and then I'm like, oh yes, uh, this is what I would like, or no, I would prefer something else. And it's just like, mom speaking glares anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, it's I, the I can Thai have my equivalent back. of Vinci Gordo. I, think. I can, I, her back, I, my back is turned to her and she just rattles something off or she's talking to Chada and I'm just like, oh no, we're fine with whatever you want to do. And she just stops and she stares and she goes, are you sure you don't speak this language? Because, and it's just like, nope, sorry. And I think that's just that a total immersion thing that affects. Yeah. I, I, I context, don't understand yeah. it, but I understand the context of it. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's a good one, Rodrigo, speaking another language. Everybody should learn to speak at least two or three languages. Yes. I speak binary. I wish I could speak binary so that when the uh, robot overlords took over. I, yeah, I, uh, again, there's two kinds of people in the world or 10 kinds of people in the world. Those who can read binary and those who can't. Right. <laughs> well, I speak Elvish and that got me nowhere real fast. <laughs> yet. Yet. Oh, marriage. Uh, Klingon. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I don't my know. That's three. come up in a big lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. My number three is 3D animation. Now, I do know 3D animation, but it has been a decade or more since I've actually had to put it to practical use. And all the programs have changed. So every time I sit down and open like Cinema uh, 4D or or uh, Lightwave or something, I'm just like, oh, I got to learn this whole thing over again. But I would mm-hmm. like to get back into it and be, you know, super uh, skilled in some aspect of 3D animation. The area that I would really like to focus on right now is the particle animations. Uh, because I understand that on the 2D side, so I'm now I'm just trying to apply that on the 3D side so that I can get some really cool smoke and fire effects and that kind of stuff going. So that's the that's the thing that I'd like to focus on now and then be able to apply it um, in some kind of fake burning down a house with particles. I don't know. Um, burning down the house! There's but, rumors that Pixar is going to open source some of their software this fall. Yeah, I heard that. They already have their RenderMan engine open sourced. Yeah. And so uh, that'd be great if they even had a basic of, of their, their main thing. I know Avid has done that with their editing software where it's basically here's the base unit for free. If Pixar did that, that would be totally awesome yeah. and wonderful. So Back there you go. Back before you were born, Ashley, Stephen was the ace at our university for <laughs> and I was up until, all, all kinds of anime. And really up until I started doing major spoilers, that's all I did for my freelance gigs was 3D animation and 2D animation compositing and stuff. And so, yeah, I knew all that stuff backwards and forwards, but now it's been 10 years and I'm just like, oh man, I'm so rusty, but it's definitely a realistic skill that I need to relearn and apply. Well, you just have to start start that project. Yep. 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 Definitely. Uh, Ashley, what do you have for number three? My number three is not as exciting as 3D uh, animating and, but people would consider it creative. Um, my number three is cooking because I hate to cook. Mm-hmm. I hate all the time it takes and I can't just walk away from it because you got to watch it. And then you got to like put the the pork in the oven inexplicably. I don't know why you can't just leave it in the pan, but apparently that's not as good. I really like watching people be creative with food on TV. But I don't like doing it. But I would like to fast forward through time so that I could go through the other end of being very good at it. There, uh, there are, because I, as a, go ahead. I was say, as a result, I don't cook that often, um, and I should. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know it's not hard. There are five simple things. There's five simple recipes that you could do that cover the gamut of uh, you know uh, fish, pork, chicken, beef, and then some kind of broth thing. That are super mm-hmm. easy to learn and take zero time, and they still taste super great. And um, yeah, they'd be super easy to uh, to learn. Um, you should get into crockpot cooking. Crockpot cooking is easy too. Just throw the ingredients on, turn it on, and yep. walk away. 
Well, I can make a lasagna own, that'll knock your mom into Well, I know what uh, I'm getting you cheap. for Christmas. <laughs> you get a crock pot for 35 bucks. Do you have an Amazon wish list? Uh, I don't know. Okay, then. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Do you know yours. what Amazon is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matthew, what do you have for your number three? Well, my number three is uh, very similar to Ashley's, uh, yeah. only different. Oh. This is something that people who have known me for a while <laughs> will tell you that I absolutely do need to learn. And this is because of something that I picked up from my mother in the 1980s. Uh, in the time that I was in high school, so eight years, no, four years, math is hard. My mother had no fewer than six vehicles. And I picked up a habit from my mother of buying the cheapest car I could, driving it till it died horribly, leaving it by the side of the road and picking up another. So what I really wish I could learn, and these days it's getting less and less. uh, Stop looking at me, woman. I'm trying to work over here. (laughs) She's mad because she suggested that early. And I said, no, Um. It's getting less and less likely because these days most of what this is is just plugging it into the right computer system. But I like to learn auto mechanics to the point where when I buy a piece of junk van and have to replace it a piece at a time, I don't have to pay some guy $85 an hour to put in a battery or replace an alternator or put on the new belt or fix the thing or rewire the window. You know, the stuff that really isn't particularly complicated, the, oh, yeah. the mechanical of it just the pull and the yank i can i can change oil i can change a tire in a pinch you know i can do complicated things like there have been times when i made a car run without the belt that it was supposed to have to run i don't necessarily recommend it uh the first car i ever bought i had to help them lift it off the engine because in a in a volkswagen beetle you it's easier to lift the car off the engine than lift the engine out of the car so awesome. he was selling the car for $70. I got it for 50 because I picked up the, the Beetle, basically. But, yeah, I'd like to have the ability to, when the van starts going, <laughs> to, you know, translate. <laughs> I understood that. Yeah, exactly. Well, language. Speed buggy. Everybody speaks speed buggy. Bell Blank made that a beautiful language. But, you know, knowing how to fix those things and just having an idea where you can go in and say – you know, because speaking mechanic is incredibly important. When I go to any auto mechanic, this is how I normally speak. You know how I speak. I'm on the show's time. My name's Matthew. But I go into a mechanic. I talk like this right here. Because this is how mechanics talked when I was growing up. Some bitch just won't start. So you got to check in there. I think there's something wrong with that solenoid in there. And you know what? You mock me. I hear you mocking me right now, Rodrigo. I also understood I, that. I, I, <laughs> That's that's I how just, I talk too when I, I go to the mechanic. Yeah, dang I'll tell you what, man. I don't know what um, would. I, I say, I say, I say, foghorn leghorn. <laughs> You're not not too bright there, are you, son? <laughs> <laughs> My number three, I would like to learn some at least you know basic auto mechanic repairial things besides just you know switch a belt, change a filter. You know, roll the car over well, into the ditch. You know, you're right. You're right, though, Matthew. So much of it today is all tied back into a computer chip that even if you try to repair something yourself, something simple like a rear tail light, 
You're getting into like mm-hmm. taking off half the side panel of the car and then suddenly an alert goes off in your computer that says you've avoided the warranty. And it's just like, holy crap, man. So I, the I, last I, time I, the time, no, the time before that. So three times ago when I had the van in the shop, they thought the problem was a sensor. So they replaced the sensor, but turns out that sensor was fine. It was a sensor behind that sensor that was broken. So they replaced both of the sensors. And once the sensors were in, they found out that the pump was actually broken. So they took out both of the sensors, put, put in the new pump and put the new sensors in for free because the sensors weren't actually the problem. Wow. And I gave them $800. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Oh no, well, that's I, a lot of when I that's a lot of literally replacing your car. I don't think yeah, anybody needs that much. Uh... Oh, you broke it's up scary. there, Matthew. Yeah, no, the last I had to get my tail light replaced, the whole tail light, and I was like, I tried to do it myself. Mm-hmm. It was working for about four hours until I hit a bump on the railroad tracks. Had to take it in, and it cost me like nine hundred bucks. And I was like, holy crap, man, what a racket! Ugh. The car burned to the ground. It was terrible. Uh, apparently, yes. Uh, Rodrigo, we are up to number three. What do you have? Okay. Matthew's car has a lot of sensors. Who needs that much incense in their car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it goes well when I start doing my chanting. Yeah. Californians All right. do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I live in Washington, so they probably need it too. <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, my number three is just, I would just like to know it so I can get people to shut up to me about it. Um, Because (laughs) anytime I talk to uh, a certain group of my friends, uh, especially when like job searches or anything like that comes up, they're like, did, 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 did. You gotta learn to code. You gotta gotta learn. You gotta, dude, did. You gotta learn to code. So then I would like to learn to code. So they could be like, dude, you got to learn to code. And I'm like, I already know how to code. Shut up, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> I know that SQL, SQ really well. <laughs> <laughs> You're being real Q basic right now. Oh, Rodrigo. Oh, Jesus. So some computer programming <laughs> I can program skills. in Fortran. Does that yeah. help? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much what for that year one. Is it? We are definitely <laughs> past the date for Fortran. Well, maybe not because there are older systems out there that are still doing it. So, and it's actually yeah. All of our all of our nuclear arsenals are, are behind Fortran well, and Cobol. Actually, yeah, Fortran and Cobol. If you understand those, which are fairly easy to learn, it's kind of like the stepping stone up into the higher, more advanced programming languages. That's why, at least that's what our, that's what our, um, um, what is it? The, uh, computer programming department, not the computer programming department, but the, uh, oh, the other arm of it at our university. That's what they were always pitching me. Well, informatics. Yes. But we have a specific branch that I can't think of off the top of my, uh, management information systems. That's what it is. Uh, they always kept telling me every, every time when I was like, why are we still teaching COBOL and Fortran? How come I can't just force you to teach what needs to be taught? And they'd always pitch me on this as the reason why. So there you go. Yeah. Somebody's got to learn it. It's like, why do I have to learn C++? Just upgrade me to B already. (laughs) Exactly. I want to be a B flat even. So my number two, it's one that I uh, did when I was younger, stopped when I was probably about junior in high school. But I think it wasn't because of lack of skill, but lack of the people who were training. But thanks to the internet today, 
I can find um, my wife was watching some videos with me the other night on, on YouTube. We have it hooked up uh, Apple TV hooked up to our TV and I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos and she's like, wow, you should learn how to do that. I'm like, you know, you're right. That's why I have good friends like Mark Spagnolo, the wood whisperer. And we were watching these really cool uh, people spinning bowls on lathes and everything. I just need to pick back up woodworking again and be a master like those guys. That's something yeah. that has a, a practical application. You build furniture and then you sell it. Or you build a fancy <laughs> bowl and you sell it. Or you, you know, you build cabinetry. I know that we're in this world of uh, particle board and cheap uh, Ikea particle stuff. Particle board, particle board. But man, there's particle something about... Hates, hates universe board. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's something about building something with your hands and having that satisfaction of, I built this. And I, I will occasionally pull out some tools. The guy across the street from me is moving and I think he's selling all his tools. So I may have some machine uh, pieces in my, in my garage pretty soon. But, um, but you know, when you build something with your hands, especially if it's out of wood, that has a, there's a huge satisfaction that comes from that. And I would really like to get back into woodworking and, uh, use that skill and, and apply it and, and, uh, do things with it. So that's my number two that's woodworking. Uh, Ashley, what do you have yes. for number two? Is it woodworking? It's not as fun as woodworking. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> By a long shot. So, like Ashley um, never learned to read. No. <laughs> uh, that English degree is a total lie. <laughs> Why can't Ashley read? All those, yeah, that third best public education system in the world went for crap. Oh. Um, wow, but actually, it is kind of, America. it is, yeah. <laughs> well, I just saw where to invade next, so I'm currently on the up and up and everything that's wrong with this country. <laughs> um, wow. But, Yes. So um, I was a smarty kid in school and I went to a performing arts high school where they didn't make us really take anything that we didn't want to take. Did you uh, break once... out into song and dance in the streets? No, I don't sing as a life choice. Um, Damn it. Because I'm not a good singer. Uh, but so once you met kind of your um, provincial requirements, we didn't have to take anything else, which was great. So I stopped taking math in grade 10 because I was like, um, F math, I'm a creative fairy, and that'll be fine. Um, and that's mostly fine. It's mostly worked out for me. Um, but I don't math so well anymore because they taught me how to, you know, it's like that Facebook graphic that's like, I can map a Pythagorean theorem or whatever, but I can't balance my credit card. Um, I wish I could do my own taxes because I pay a very nice man um, a lot more money yeah. than I would like to spend to make my taxes go away because I have like, I think this year I had nine 1099s. Um, and I would nice. like to be able to handle that myself, but do it in an effective way where I'm not, you know, going to wind up paying thousands of dollars to the government because I dared to be a freelancer this year. Um, so yes, I wish I could do tax brand math. <laughs> that would be my number two because it would save me a lot of money. Yeah. Oh man. I'm, I'm right there with you, Ashley, as far as I love paying. I, I actually love play, paying our tax person, our accountant, because she mm -hmm. knows all the little loopholes and all the other things. And I don't want to, I don't want to have the skill of learning the tax code <coughs> so that I can figure out where deductions can be applied. But man, I just want to know how, how to do it already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Even in college, there was a girl that lived next door to me who was a business major and I just go over to her and I was just like, can you just do my taxes for me? And she's like, it's the easy form, <laughs> dumbass. And then she'd like spend five seconds filling it out and go submit it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the easy form is ridiculously easy, dude. Oh, no. I was just like, can you just do this and make sure I'm, I'm doing saying. it right? 
So there you go. Uh, Matthew. Kind of fun. No, they're not. Hi. Well, not when you are. Are. I mean, that's a, not that's when a you find point. out that you owe and owe and owe and owe. Really, that's that's kind of like what's at the at the fundamental level of this top five is that a lot of people are good at this because they actually find it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I my this year I went with like a, an actual office place to do my taxes, but I actually had a friend of mine do them before and she really enjoyed it. She's like, Oh, guess what? I found out this thing that is actually going to get you like an extra $47. And I'm like, great. I mean, I can use them, but also great. <laughs> How close taxes was she? Fun right up until the point that I put in my uh, freelance writing invoices and the, the projected refund goes, Pew! Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of scared for this year, or depending on when you're listening next year, uh, dude. I've already spent this year's taxes. <laughs> no, I'm I'm thinking that, man, we're gonna I'm gonna owe a lot more this year. So, uh, I hope not. I, yeah. Well, the good thing is we always roll it over into next year's taxes to where we just pay quarterly. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's a good. Call. Yeah, we're always paying quite a bit. So yeah, taxes. Boo. Thanks, Ashley, for bringing that up. Uh, Matthew, yeah, what, you're do you have for your number, what do you have for your number two, Matthew? Weirdly, my number two is once again the, exactly the same as Ashley's, only diametrically opposite. <laughs> You'd like because to be a good speller? Ash- I'm an excellent speller. <laughs> well, but spelling is <laughs> on the opposite end of the color have- chart from math. No, you know what's on the opposite end of the color chart from math? What? Physical pursuits, my young friend. That's true. Mm. My number two, I would like to learn, and I, I've actually written it here on my list as Kung Fu. But some sort of martial art, whether that be Tai Chi or Wang Chun or Ugu Gai Pan, something that is a a, a physical discipline, because physical discipline is really something that I've never done, per se. I mean, I'm an old fat man, but I know that there are things that old fat people do. Even if it's just Tai Chi, you can do some of these disciplines. And while it would require... And, you know, a, a focus and an output of energy, I think that that would be a skill that I would like to learn. And it's not like when we were 20 and people would go and they would learn a martial art so they could say their hands were deadly weapons and get into fights behind the home. Not mentioning any names, but Sam, if you're out there, I love you, buddy. Oh, I thought you meant somebody but, else. No, a different guy. Lee, but oh. shh, shh, don't <laughs> say their names. They'll come back if you mention your name that happened with Ed Yarmer five years ago. It's no, like the- Beetlejuice. <laughs> but oh, what does that mean in your language, Stephen? <laughs> Man, you do not want to know. Oh, okay. I've been gravely insulted, and now an army of a thousand are invading California at this minute. Yep. My friend, they got to find us first. <laughs> my friend Chastity has been doing this thing with her uh, son, where they go and they both learn these. Uh, I I think it's actually um, oh well, no, it's not karate, but the other one, the thing that you do with the uh, with the thing and the kicking like, and you know, the, w- the wushu taekwondo taekwondo does that sound right? Well, Stacy says true? yes. Okay. Taekwondo, and she's been doing this, and it's something that they do together. And they, you know, they advance together, and they get their things, and they compete with each other. But it's not about who's going to win, and that's something that I really like. Is it's a physical pursuit that's not about competition, and I think that would be really awesome. And plus, you know, when I think kung fu, I've read a lot of comic books, so I'd like to be Iron Fist. 
you know, I'll, I'll hug a dragon. Hit me. Come on. Bring, <laughs> bring me a dragon and I will hug the dragon and then I will have a fist like unto a thing of iron that I can then use for auto mechanics and also eating cereal on Saturday mornings. But yeah, that I, I really feel like that's something that I've never done really anything even like. And it's the opposite of math, Stephen, because it's kicking. Uh, do you have a recreation commission thing in your area? I'm sh- uh, I, would, I would almost bet that you do. I'm sure we do. Look it up. I mean, I, lo- I live in a city where there are actual, you know, dojo things. And yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just saying go and look because sometimes they'll have free classes or really cheap classes. And for you, I mm-hmm. think Tai Chi would really, really be good for you because at the very least it gets you to start moving and becoming more flexible so that when you're done with that, you can go and do maybe something else. I am super flexible. The problem is I hurt afterwards. The, this is, this is <laughs> like, then, then you're not flexible. This is, this <laughs> no, is super I, low I impact. I am perfectly flexible. I bend into a, pretty much any position you want. The problem is afterwards I pay for it. I am super flexible. No, I just is, don't flex back. This is, this is super it. low impact. It's really great. I, I did it for six months. Um, several years ago and it was really good. I wish I would have continued it because it's, it's really nice and it you helps you like, meditate, helps you meditate and focus too. When I was at my heaviest weight ever, I had a tiny, tiny baby and I slipped on the ice and I fell down a flight of stairs in front of my apartment. And because I was carrying a tiny, tiny baby in my arms, I couldn't just tuck and roll or fall. So I fell flat on my back and I literally kicked myself in the shoulder with my right leg and did not die or break anything. That is how flexible I am. I hurt like a mother for about a year and a half, but I am super flexible. I'm bendy. I'm, I'm, I'm bendy. I'm wiry. Tai tai Chi is what I recommend. Tai Chi. Super relaxing. have to look into that. Yeah, definitely. You have to look. And there are free classes all over the place. Nice. So, Rodrigo, what do you have for number two? Uh, same thing. I actually wrote down some form of Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Also Tai Chi. Could, uh, yeah, probably a good place to start. Well, first we have to get a, an El Santo mask and a Dragon Ranger helmet so that we can spar effectively. Yeah, that's I'll, that, you pick whichever one you want, but I get the Dragon Ranger helmet. It's like it's it is interesting because every once in a while you I do meet people who are martial artists, you know, mm-hmm. at various levels, and they all just seem so eager to show it off. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, they don't want to beat anybody up, but they want to like you know play well, around sure. with yeah. it because because well, you don't get to because you don't get to show that off. That's the whole yeah. point, right? So it's like it would be nice to be okay at some sort of martial art so that all of my friends who are like, you know, who challenge my Eagle's claw mm-hmm. will, will actually, you know, have something to, to spar against. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm sure. So you could be like standing there and do your spinning backflip just to, you know, yeah. just to yeah. show. Uh, the great NATO, our number one major spoilers fan. Uh, he mm-hmm. has a black belt in, what is this? Is in Taekwondo? I want to say I, Aikido. Aikido. I don't remember I which one it is, but he's got a black belt in it, and and, uh, he, and his kids, I think, do too. Both of them, or at least one of them's one of them has a black belt, and the other one's coming up. But I yeah, was, they, he I enjoys that a lot. You know, you know what? What I think is probably the greatest martial art I've ever seen. It's this Russian thing called Sistema. Oh yeah, mm. and it's like you. It's like you spend like very little energy, and it looks like 
like basically it just looks like you're just like flailing your arms like a lazy person and it's like you see this guy just like knock down like three people with one swing is it like uh bart simpson when he's fighting or i forget which one of the simpsons where that's, they just start that's... helicoptering their arms and start walking forwards <laughs> yeah that, that's, that's... that is that's like Lisa, that. and then Bart does the kicks. Oh right, right. Yeah. If I if I were young and sexy, I would love to learn capoeira. Yeah, because Tom that's, Hiddleston that's, does capoeira. That's another thing that I'm not very good at because that combines dancing, and I've never been able to dance worth a dang. Or you can you're a white guy. Just be like uh, Homer oh. Simpson. I'm just going to start okay. doing this, and donuts, if you get in my way, I'm not responsible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a step back on that. You don't call people the white guy. First Why not? All, that's right. I said you're a white guy. I'm actually two white guys by volume, but that's not the point. <laughs> I know plenty of white people who can dance. That's a stereotype. That's a stereotype. Mm. It sure it's is. Just, puritanical culture doesn't value dancing. That's why white people are sometimes bad at it. <laughs> well, and, you know, my entire family is all about the uh, theoretical and mental pursuits. There is literally no exercise to be had in my my. Mm. In, family line it's all sit down and play scrabble kind of things which is fine because you know it works for us i've got a really really smart god i have a teenager now she just turned 12 i have a really smart kid shush i have a really smart kid who wants to be a teenager then she spent today in the mall uh but it's it's well yeah that's like a 1980s teenager I'm also trying to get her to have these things. She has a skateboard. Mm-hmm. She likes to skateboard and she wants to play basketball and play tennis. And I'm like, yes, go do those things. Dad's going to sit in the air-conditioned van eating Doritos. But yay, go, go do. Because I want her to have that that balance of the the mental pursuits that my old fat family has. And something that actually allows her to, you know, I don't know, have a pulse uh, above 45. You know, something like that would be yeah. good. All right. We are down to our number ones. Or up to our number ones, depending on how you write your list. My number oh, one, um, cooking is not a big deal for me because I, again, did it all while I was younger and can do it just fine. Um but something that I've been very interested in is craft brewing, how to brew your own beer and give it your own special little whatever. I and, thought you were going to say craft macaroni and cheese. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You, bu- you so, buy the starter kit from the Internet and you well, make it in your kitchen. Well, <laughs> I actually have, I actually have a setup coming sometime within this year. It's arriving. It was a Kickstarter thing that I did that will awesome. at least get me started. And I have a ton of friends here in the community that are all like, oh, yeah, we brew at home. Yeah, we'll teach you anytime you want. And I was like, okay, I want to learn this. In fact, I was the first person at the university that pitched the idea that they need to start a, a degree in brewing. It's an actual – and everyone was like kind of scoffed at it. I was like, no, you don't understand. This is a total business degree. It brings in uh, chemistry. It brings in the ag department into it. It's a cross-disciplinary d- degree, laid out all the courses that they need. And they sat on it for four years while five other colleges that are our competitors started degrees well, in brewing. You guys have stuff with K-State, right? Yeah. Yeah, K-State has a brewing program, I'm pretty sure. So They, you they should... do, but theirs is, theirs is in a different – theirs is in um, – I want to say it's completely ag science. Yeah, it is. Everything 
I spend a lot of time there doing yeah, yeah, ag yeah. stuff. So yeah, yeah, most of the stuff they do is uh, is agricultural yeah. science. But I mean, it's yeah. it's totally on on that end of it. It doesn't get into the yeah. chemistry of it or the business side of right. it, which would have made this degree and, more unique. And you're super lucky because I actually have the secret von Wolfhausen family recipe. Mm, how did you get it? In from 2017. The look forward to the major oh. spoilers brew. Oh, I got it. I got it you from my maybe closer than you think, Ashley Victoria mm-hmm. Robinson. She was a so brewmaster. But that's not the point. Brewmaster. <laughs> Ashley, what do you have for your number one? So I went to theater school mm-hmm. and my favorite class at theater school was stage combat because I like fake violence. I don't like real violence because I usually lose in real violence because I'm a tiny elf child, which I think I mentioned earlier. Uh, and I really like stage combat and it was my best class and that was a good story. Uh, and recently, somebody who loves me very much um, bought me uh, a replica of Aragorn's sword from The Lord of the Rings. And so now I have a vicious urge to be better with a broadsword. And I don't quite know how to go about doing that without um, A, getting my Anduril taken away from me, or B, hurting myself. So, But I really, I really wish that I could wield a sword that stands up to my shoulders and weighs about the uh, same as my legs. Foamcraft. Foamcraft. (laughs) Bill Bill Duran will show you how to make a super soft sword that you can swing and hit, and it'll look just like the real thing. I don't want to make it. (laughs) We went over this with cooking. I don't want to make things. You you can probably order it from him. (laughs) Yes, he will probably make one for you. Very nice. I would call him. Very nice. Uh, Let's see. Matthew, what do you have for your number one? My number one is actually no fun at all. We started out with my number five, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's worse than that. No, we started out with my number five, the ability to take that, that criticism, which is a very sort of metaphysical way to deal with things. But my number one is something that I've never, ever even been a sl- just a, even a little bit good at. I've tried because I've had to. But I would really like to learn how to effectively and healthily deal with rejection. And I'm not just talking about rejection in terms of in college I went and I, you know, made out with a girl and she never called me again. But in terms of the stuff that happens in your brain, like when you text a friend at 8 o'clock in the morning and you don't hear anything all day and you're like, what did I do wrong? I live two time zones over, Matthew. Well, you're not the only one who lives two times over, Miss. Uh, I'm, but yeah, I was talking about you, but that's not the point either. <laughs> it was actually a different girl in California, but the whole, just the whole thing of my my general mindset is one of everyone will leave you when they know everything you've done wrong and i'd really like to find a way to kind of get around that because it's it's not exactly imposter serum serum syndrome where you feel like you're not worthy of the things you've done i'm perfectly worthy of the things that i've done i just you know kind of have that thing of yeah you've done some interesting stuff but everybody will really hate you eventually once they get around to it and i'd like to find a way for that not to be sort of my my go-to brain thing place because i had a couple mm. of years ago i had a friend you ever have somebody ghost you where they sure. slowly yeah. slowly just sort of fade out like homer backing into the bushes <laughs> 
I had a friend do that a couple of years ago, and it was really rough. And to this day, I occasionally go, wow, what did I do? Should I do I need to address it? I'm like, no, just walk away. Just walk away. And that moment where you're like, oh, my God, what did I do wrong? Okay, maybe you didn't do anything wrong. Maybe, you know, whatever. But my brain doesn't work that way, and I think that it should. And thus, the skill, the ability to effectively deal with that rejection and find a healthy way to come to terms with it, especially the rejection that isn't actually rejection, that's just your brain going, they're all going to laugh at you. That would be my <laughs> Um Here's here's your first step, Matthew. Get the Sad Hulk music uh, on loop <laughs> and a big old bottle of uh, Kentucky's Finest Bourbon, and you'll be no. well on your way. Don't, don't do that. And if you do it barefoot in the rain, if you do it barefoot in the rain, if you do it barefoot in the rain, it will just uh, make it all complete. You'll be like an Alanis Morissette song. Yeah. yeah there's a reason why I don't drink. You, Is just, it because need to, you... you just need to reverse. <laughs> What you're doing, you just like because outside because I'm about to ruin the. Oh, sorry. Yeah, on the outside you're like, woo, yeah, Matthew time, but on the inside you're like, I'm sad. You just need to like flip that around and be real sad on the outside and real confident on the inside. I don't know if that would work either, but you know, I think you and Stephen have both revealed an awful lot about yourself. That is so that that I don't feel like that is exactly what I'm like. I'm I try to be like. Very even keel, like relatively humble in my dealing with people. But you know that I need ample, ample evidence that anybody doesn't like me because I just assume I'm the greatest at all times. And I love I mean, everything's fine. You guys have everything's said fine over here. Right after I said something embarrassing yeah. to, you know, so that I don't feel left out. I noticed <laughs> I actually didn't, but that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm I'm the one I think who receives the most arduous internet death threats, so oh, yeah. I don't think I need to embarrass That's, myself I, further. I barely I barely receive any. And everybody hates me, so I don't really care. <laughs> Rodrigo, what do you have for your number one? All right. So my number one is not a deep a painful look at my inner self. It's actually uh something that I had an opportunity to learn and I passed it up. Um, and I've kind of always kicked myself for it, and that's horseback riding. Mm. Um, when I when I first moved to Kansas, um, I worked with someone who had a ranch, and they had horses, and she was like, yep, anytime you want, just come on down. And I never did, never took her up on it. Uh, eventually, she stopped working there, and eventually, I stopped working there. So, uh, yeah, never did learn to ride a horse. So if I could just wake up tomorrow with the ability, that would be great. Because that's, you know, just one of those things where it's just like, it's a good skill to have, you know, in case of the eventual zombie apocalypse. Uh I think you would find it surprisingly easy because most of it is acting like you're in charge and looking where you want them to go. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're wanting to learn about if you want to learn about jumping over the the fences and barrel racing, that takes a little bit more skill, but... Just right, sure, not, sure. not that hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, and that's, I guess, you know, if we're like, oh, actual skills. Like, I would want the ability to actually, like, command a horse to do things, not just, mm-hmm. like. Horse, get me go, a drink. Yeah, not just. Horse, not just clean my bathroom. <laughs> that's right. Well, as you can tell, 
I have training dogs and horseback riding. <laughs> so I'm just like setting myself up to have like this animal service. I'm, I'm surprised kind of you didn't going. have falconry on your. Uh... Bring me dinner, bird. That's the also ran. <laughs> I also like how if you changed any of the commands out uh, of, of for the various animals for wife, you would seem like you're horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that would be terrible. <laughs> it's like definitely <laughs> I want I want to be like here's here's what I want. I want to like be riding around on a horse with a cool dog and then getting into kung fu fights because people keep telling me I need to learn how to code. <laughs> would your would your dog be walking alongside or would it be like in a horse sidecar kind of thing i, I guess it depends on on the on the size of the dog um oh, okay it would be cool to have like a big anatolian but it would also be awesome to have like a little like teacup yorkie in like my pocket <laughs> he's just riding on the horse's head as you're walking yep yeah. yep that would be that would be so cute <laughs> and you have to give him the most masculine name you can think of yeah, Ajax. Chet. Yes. Ajax. <laughs> it's like, come on, Mr. Ajax. It's like, oh, that's, yeah. It's like, that's a cool name for your horse. It's like, oh, no, no. <laughs> the horse is named Buttercup. You pull out the little dog and it's in your hand and it's shivering. This yeah. is Ajax. Get him, Ajax. <laughs> All right, everybody. That is our, each of our top five uh, lists of skills we wish we had or could do better on or something that we could apply for some reason because of you your list podcast at majorspoilers.com speaking of lists you need to need to head over to majorspoilers.com you need to go into the comments section for this episode and share your top five skills that you wish you could learn and apply we want to read them other people want to read your list everybody wants to read a list because everybody loves a list and we will talk with you next time This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See JDPower.com awards for 2022 details.